Backdoor GA podcast uh, to look ahead to this weekend's hurling championship action across the Munster Leinster Championship, as well as action in the Dome at Donald Cup, the Christie Rings, the Nicky Record, Nicky Record, and the Laurie Mayor. But Rory, it feels great to say them words. Championship is back. Yeah, sure, it's brilliant. Sure, it's, it's what we're what, what what we're here for and what we're looking forward to. Really, you know, sure, we had championship back last year. When was it? November or whatever it was in. In the wet and hopefully we'll have a few people at the games as well, which will make it even better. And you know, we're really, really looking forward to you know a good championship ahead. To be honest with you, Paul. Yeah, and I suppose like after all the criticism Hurling had, and I suppose people saying the game was ruined and everything, and and maybe some perceived games as I suppose challenge matches really because a lot of teams were trying to figure themselves out but this weekend it's going to be full throttle and I suppose back to the game we all really enjoy Yeah sure the, the gloves are off this weekend really you know we're back as we said sure you know the league you know it's hard to know sure really with teams there's there's a good bit of shadow boxing I suppose this year I'd say more than more than ever in a lot of ways, some teams were maybe targeting certain games and then other games they were maybe just trying out a few fellas and you don't know what, what sort of a training load they had during that week either. So it's hard to know, but this weekend is, is gearing up for everybody and and, and, and we'll see. Uh, has the preparation throughout the league bared bear fruit for all of them? You know, you know we, we have we have, we have have Wexford and, and, and Leash, you know, again, like Wexford, it's hard to know where we are. Leash, leash, the same thing. Then you have, then you have a humdinger in Antrim and, and and Dublin. Again, Antrim have had a really, really excellent league, and then Dublin were up and down throughout it really, and, and didn't show a great amount of form. And then on the other side, the, the Munster games with Clare and Waterford, like that has all the ingredients really to be a, a really, really top class game. Waterford have been one of the most impressive teams really in, throughout the league, and. Clare then have been have been building nicely after after a first round uh, loss to Antrim. They've been they've been coming nicely and they had a good result against Kilkenny. So it's 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 building up towards a a good weekend of hurling and hopefully we get we get good weather and and, and good games. We'll first look ahead to uh, Dublin and Antrim. As you said, this game has really created huge attraction this weekend and. A Leinster Championship game in Navan. I don't know when was the last time that happened, but I suppose if we're to just look at Dublin briefly, where actually are they? Because it's impossible really to know after maybe the last year or two in their championship campaigns and the the recent league campaign as well. Yeah. I, I... I'm. I. You've spoken to me a good few times about Dublin, Paul. I. I really don't know where Dublin are at all. I. I. I kind of get the feeling they're going kind of nowhere. You know, to be honest with you, they, I think they're in in a, in a kind of a no man's land sort of a job. You know, this weekend is going to be ov- obviously very very important for them. You know, Matty Kenny is into his. Is he, I think is his third year now, and you know they 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 probably for me have 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 regressed really in the last two years rather than progressed. So. 
you know, they're 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 an interesting team in a lot of ways. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin. Uh, I feel lack a little bit of a little bit of a spark somewhere. The the fire the fire has gone out of them a, li- a little bit, and they need to try and find that some way. Whether that's whether that's in 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 training, whether that's going to come this weekend, or whether it's going to come from management or players, I don't know. But I just think they're lacking a little bit of something. Again, it's easy to say that I suppose from the outside, but just 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 looking at them, there's just 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 something I don't I don't that that, that doesn't enthuse me about Dublin. There's nothing exciting about them at the moment. You know, they really they really need to really need to bring it this weekend because Antrim are going to Antrim are going to come with with, with, with fire this weekend and they're going to come with with, with, with with great optimism. So it's up to Dublin really to to match that and and to to I suppose bring their their championship experience to it. You know, this Antrim team don't have a huge amount of championship experience in in, in Liam McCarthy. So for Dublin, they're going to have to start this game well because if they let Antrim into the game early on you know they could be in for in for a very very tough game, and for for Dublin, like as I said, with Matty Matty with them, he's there for the last three years, but but they don't they don't really know what they're doing with the team. You know it seems to be all over the place. Again, we saw last week against Wexford, Liam Rush was started centre back and he goes up full forward a week to two weeks before the championship, which has seemed to be a very very strange move. You know. Like you, you think at this stage of the league, you'd have to be settling on your centre back and your full forward. And again, there's there's just there's just that lack of consistency in selection and lack of, lack of consistency in the way they're playing. You know, and like they have good hurlers throughout the field. I, I think Dublin would be would be a good team to work with. There's a lot of great players, to be honest with you, a lot of good players, but they don't seem to be gelling that well at the moment. So. Maybe they're going to come out this weekend and 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 prove a lot of people wrong. But my feeling with them at the moment would be, I really do feel they're kind of going nowhere. They, I, I I fancy them personally probably to beat Antrim this weekend, but I don't fancy them to have a, have a long run in this campaign. To be honest. Yeah, and like just referencing the Wexford game, um, nearly every stage in that game they're trying to hit the ball long into Ronan Hayes. And you could see after three or four balls in that it wasn't working. Kevin Foley as the sweeper. It's not the way you break down Wexford. And like seeing them in previous games as well. Do you think these players on the field struggle to break down a team who has, I suppose, an impressive game plan? Because that game really against Wexford, Dublin struggled to break down the game plan at all. And they consistently kept going long. Yeah, sure. It's 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 hard to know what what Dublin's kind of game plan is or style is really. You know, I, I think if you if you if you go back to be fair to Mahi Kenny with with, with Kula when he when he was over them, they, they had a, had a, had a very very defined sort of a game plan and a, and a defined style. But with the Dublin team, he seems to be chopping and changing a good bit. He doesn't really seem to seem to know whether we want to play. A long ball game, a short ball game. What what are we going to do with to deal with sweepers? What are we going to do? Uh, you know, really attacking wise to 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 penetrate against against uh, top class defenses. You know, they they've been really really mostly reliant throughout this campaign on Donald Burke scoring frees. Really, you know, their 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 scoring rate hasn't been hectic from from play and. You know, again, that that that's something that they'd be hoping to iron out during during the last few weeks. But 
again, <laughs> two weeks before championship is difficult to, to kind of turn that around and to, and to kind of turn on a switch and, and say, we're going to do this now. So, you know, they're going to have to decide on what, what, what are they going to do? You know, what, what way do they want to play? I'm sure they, they, they would have had a lot of meetings in the last few weeks and, and, and a lot of discussions about different things like that. But now it's about really grabbing it by the, by the horns in, in, in the championship and deciding, geez, we're going to be, we're going to be doing this because to me, it's, it's the word identity. What is the Dublin identity at the moment? I'm not sure. I, is it, I don't see any great, as I said, I don't see any great flair about them. I don't see any great passion about the way they're playing. I don't see any great plan in the way they're playing. So like, what is, what is their identity? They're going to have to have to find that this weekend and, and bring that in, into the championship and stick with it, whatever it is, stick with what you're doing and, 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 and believe in what you're doing. And, and go with it from there. Like throughout their team, as I said, they have they have top class players. Like like Owen O'Donnell to me is probably outside Dahi Burke, probably the best fullback in the country. You know, like he he's top class. Like Sean Moore, a great club player throughout throughout the times. Paddy Smith, a good cornerback. Chris Crummy, uh, Keen Boland, an excellent forward. Danny Sutcliffe. All of these guys are are are, are Liam Rush. You know, top class players in 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 their own right, but. You know, it's about Dublin now gelling that together and 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 finding that Dublin spirit and that Dublin identity. I I just think they're they're playing with a with a kind of a lack of spirit, and a lack of real real fire in their bellies. You know, I I think they're they're they're, they're playing every game. If you look at the league, they beat everybody they were expected to beat. They beat Leash and they beat Antrim. But anybody who Dublin were expected to get beaten by, uh, Wexford. Clare and Kilkenny, they were beaten by them. They weren't beaten by a lot, five or six points. But to me, that's where they're playing. They're playing. They're playing to get beaten by five or six points. Really, they're they're getting close enough, but they're not really putting the squeeze on teams to put them under pressure. But they're they're good enough players within their own right not to get trounced. So they're kind of in that in between place to me, where in in all reality, I feel they're going nowhere. They're going to beat teams maybe that are a little bit below them. But I don't, I don't see them beating anybody who's slightly above them, and that's that's where they're going to have to go if if, if they're going to have any sort of a impact on this campaign. And Rory, like you've talked about different teams across the podcast, I suppose especially Waterford, who bring that bit of madness into their play. Do you think that's something Dublin need to do? Do you think when you look at the team that there's almost a fear among players when they get on the ball? Well, you see. I, I, I go back to the strongest period in Dublin hurling over the last 30 years. And that's, that, that's the Anthony, Anthony Daly era, you know, and, and, and Daly was a man himself who was, who was, who came from uh, a Clare set up with Sherlock Nan. That was, that was, you know, they brought a madness to the game and a sort of a, a sort of a off the cuff sort of a, an attitude to it. And we're going to attack everything and we're going to, we're going to bring that bit of arrogance and swagger to the game. And when, when they, when they took to the field, there was nobody going to stop them. And when, when Daly took over Dublin, he brought that to the, to the Dublin style, you know, Dublin always had hurlers. They always have, they always have decent setups, but they probably, whether it's, whether it's from being part of a city thing or whatever it is, I don't know, but they don't, they, they always seem to have, that that lacking that little bit of uh, real cohesion and real 
real kind of cut and trust that you needed to, to win big championship games. And when, 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 when Daly came in, he brought that to them straight away. He brought them to a league final straight away. Or sorry, a Leinster final the first year he was there. He won a league final with them. He won a Leinster championship with them. And Dublin, there was a buzz about them. He brought a buzz to them. He brought a fire to the sideline. He brought a belief to the group that, 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 that these lads were, were, were as good or better than most of the teams in the country. And like you would, I would have expected Matty Kenny to probably bring us. And I did a camp or anything like it, but. Uh, like I just feel that Dublin are just lacking that little bit of extra fire that 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 you need to win these games and uh, beat the big teams. You know, again, I'm repeating myself now, but to beat the to beat the teams below themselves, yeah, they'll get away with playing at their level, but they're going to have to come above themselves to beat to beat the Galways, to beat the Kilkennys, to beat the Wexfords, even within Leinster. You know, and they have they are capable of that but they're just kind of regressing at the moment and don't really know where they are, you know? Yeah, you've raised a good point um, in the podcast about how Dublin have moved players around. The Liam Rush point you made, Conor Burke started midfield, went back to wing-back, James Madden, cornerback, midfield, mm. um, Donald Burke, corner forward, midfield. Like, it's just... It's like Maddie Kenny thinks all of these players are versatile, but I suppose... It's hard for them players to build up consistency, especially if you're James Madden and you're going from midfield to back to cornerback. Yeah, it's very difficult. It's like, you know, yourself as chalk and cheese, like middle middle of the field and cornerback are two different, two different games, two different skill sets, two different mindsets, even. You know, so it's it's difficult for a guy to 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 build up confidence in in his own performance, to build up any consistency. And, to, and and for Dublin themselves to build any cohesion throughout their team, if you're if you're always changing your team from one day to the next, like they started off the league campaign against Kilkenny and they had one set up and then 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 they went on through it and they, they played Clare and they played Wexford and they played Leash and all of these teams and it seemed to be chopping and changing every single day. So it's going to be interesting to see can they get a set up this week weekend that they're happy with and stick with that. Like you know. They have to. They have to build from the back first of all. You know, O'Donnell full back, probably rush it, rush at centre back. I'd be always on for Chris Crummy in the back line to be honest, but that doesn't seem to be going to happen. But I'd be going for him there. But build build it then. Go for Crummy wherever they're going to play Crummy. Is he going to be centre forward? Is he going to be wing forward? Is he going to be midfield? Like he can't he can't play everywhere. Like he's the best player. He's one of the best players they have. But he can't be he can't be asked to, to play everywhere because if you're asked to do that, what well, what generally happens is you end up doing nothing in the game yourself. You know, you're 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 going from you're going to going everywhere but doing nothing. So pick Chris Cummy in a position, give him a, a role to do and allow him to do that. Danny Sutcliffe in the forwards is an excellent forward, but again, you know, give him a position, play him wing forward, play him center forward, wherever it is, give him a position, show confidence in him and, and, and show that belief in him and, and, and say you're going to be there. Donald Burke is another excellent forward. You know, Keen Boland is another excellent forward, to be honest with you. But again, he seems to be in and out of the team all the time. You know, again, 
is he or is he one of Dublin's top forwards or not? In my opinion, he probably is. So why why not just leave him there, get him in there, and try and get the most out of him, and 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 see where you're going to go from there. You know, again, a fella I'd be I I like in Dublin is Eamon Dillon, but he seems to be on and off the team all the time. You know, there there seems to be this this opinion out there that he's that he's inconsistent. Maybe he is, but again. I'd question is 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 there enough ball going into him and Dylan for him to do damage and 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 that's questionable to be honest with you. It's easy to say a fella is is inconsistent, but if you're in the full forward line and you're only seeing maybe a ball every ten minutes, it's it's not that it's not that simple to actually actually put your put your handprints on the game. So for me, they have excellent players. It's just about settling down now, getting getting. A clear mindset, clear way that they're going to play, getting their best players in their best positions, and then filling in around them and 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 going from there. I feel that they'll have enough to beat Antrim, but Antrim are going to be Antrim are going to be a big challenge. But Dublin Dublin are probably that little bit ahead of them in their development at the moment. But certainly Antrim are going to give them a, give them a, a really really big game. Yeah, you mentioned Antrim there. Do you think? Donalogue's comments last year about Antrim after the Joe McDonough Cup inside the camp has motivated Antrim this year, and they've used it. Asher, I don't know, Paul. To be honest, I, I I think that I think that sort of stuff only gets you so far. To be honest with you, sure, it's not like they're not. What, what are they going to do? Show that show the video of Donalogue in the dressing room every time they go out for training. Sure, you know that that sort of stuff will wear thin quickly enough. They may have used it. You may have used it once, but after that, that sort of stuff loses loses its loses its value to me. To be honest with you, I think I think teams have moved on from that a good bit. I'd I'd say to be fair to Darren Gleeson, he's 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 a, he's a shrewd character, and he he would have probably realised to be fair to Don Log that they were a good bit off the level last year in that in that in that uh, Joe McDonough final against Kerry. You know they were, and and and, and to be fair to Don Log. You know, maybe the comments were a little bit overboard, but at the same time, he had a point. They, they, their level was was down. You know, but they they have. I, I I would think that Darren Gleeson would have would have recognised where they were last year, and he would have got down to work pretty 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 quickly. You know, they, 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 they their conditioning has came on quite a quite a bit. I would say their their level of hurling has came on a good bit. They're not making as much basic errors as as they would have made in the past. And then, and then again, they're 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 getting their best players on the field, and, and they're getting confidence uh, as they're growing throughout the campaign. So for Antrim, I think they they they're really really settled at the moment. But again, this weekend is is a huge challenge for them. We said after they won the won the first league game against Clare that what they needed from the league campaign now was was consistency. Now they gave good consistent performance throughout it. You know they were close to be close against Kilkenny. You know they beat Leash, they they drew with Wexford, so they had a really really excellent league campaign, and now it's vital for them to 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 bring that league form into the championship because, again, if 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 they give a flat performance this weekend, they'll be very very disappointed with it. I don't expect them to give a flat performance, but they'll be doing everything in their power. Like like if you go through their through their team, you know we I've spoken about them. Loads of times before, but a fella, fella I've been impressed with even throughout the league campaign is is their fullback Gerard Walsh. I think I think he he seems to be he seems to be a good player and and, and a natural player in, in in that position. And 
full backs are not easy to find to be honest it's like go down to Cork or wherever they're struggling for a good few years to to find a full back Tipperary have been chopping and changing for a long time and in Gerald Walsh I think Antrim have a have a good solid character there at full back who who seems to be a good leader and he seems to he seems to not shy away from challenges of marking marking top class players either, which is really really important. So you know, again, going through their through their through their midfield, McNaughton and and Malloy in the middle of the field. You know, that's that's as strong a midfield as there is in the country. And they'll be hoping this weekend that those two guys can 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 give a give a big performance because if they, if they can get if they can get a foothold there in the middle of the field and get those lads on ball and get them scoring, that's going to give them a, give them a, a big chance. And then in their forwards, you know, like the, they've, they've excellent players. Connell Cunning has been impressive for me throughout the campaign. Neil McManus, obviously we know all about him. You know, Connor Clark, all these lads in the forwards are, are, are good players. Another player that I've been impressed with as well, and he probably doesn't score a whole lot, but Niall McKenna at wing forward, I think is, is an excellent player. Very, very direct you know, takes on his man against Wexford. I think he won four or five frees for, for the team. And, you know, this weekend, he's going to be important. So Antrim, Antrim have hurlers. They have a good team. It's just about this weekend now bringing out that because, you know, they're in, they're in a situation this weekend where everybody is saying Antrim are going to be dangerous. Antrim are going to give Dublin a, a big fight. You know, I, I think they will, but sometimes there's a danger there that, that, that these teams will think, geez, this is just going to happen because it's all being said. It won't just happen. You have to bring it. You have to, you have to, you know, look after your individual performance first and get that right. But I think with Darren Gleeson on the line, Antrim will be well tuned in and, 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 and they'll give this a right rattle. And like we've heard so many times, I suppose, when a team gets to this level, like up from the Joe McDonough, they're in transition and... I think it's a word that's nearly phrased too much during transition. It's okay if they lose or whatever, but they've hit the ground running. And like you mentioned, they're, they look in great shape, but how do you think they've hit the ground so quickly, like to be getting these sort of results? Well, sure. It's kind of like, as I said to you before, Paul, I think there has to be hurling in Antrim. There's, there, there is hurling in Antrim. Like there, there, there are players in Antrim, you know, the Cushion Dolls, the Dunloys, all of these teams, the the the, the Lockheel Shamrocks, all these all these teams have 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 excellent players, and they and they have huge tradition of hurling, and and all of this. So the one thing I would say Darren Gleeson has brought to it, and probably Liam Sheedy brought when he was there as well, is they got everybody in Antrim buying in, and they got every player in Antrim out playing for the for the county which 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 is obviously your your starting point if you don't have the players for first of all there's no no it makes no difference whether you bring in brian cody liam sheedy and 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 whoever into the setup you know you're i think that's the first for all the players and 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 from that then last year's campaign campaign you could see the reaction they had to winning that Joe McDonough. It meant an awful lot to the people of Antrim. You know, winning winning a national title like that, getting back into into the into the top level of hurling meant an awful lot to them. So that's that's the first point. That's the enthusiasm. Now from there, then, as I said, Darren Gleeson would have sat down and said, "Where do we need to go now?" More than likely, he probably his first port of call would have been probably two points. He probably would have went, "Let's try and up our skill." And let's train up our our our, our condition and our and our physicality. And from the outside looking in, both of those have improved a lot. 
you know like I, I think with Antrim they've always had hurlers but sometimes at the really really top level they have they have struggled with their skills a lot of the time they're made they've made basic errors that that when they've been put under pressure they've they've made errors that have allowed teams to get a foothold into the game now throughout the league they haven't made many basic errors and they're they're, they're Skills have been, if you look at them, their hand passes have been online when they're striking the ball to a fella into, into, into an area, it's gone. And when they're going for a score, they're, they're, they're shooting for a score and it's not just going harmlessly wide. So they've probably worked an awful lot on those. Very, very, ba- they sound very, very basic, but hurling is a very, very basic game. If you can get those things right, you're going to have a chance. You know, there's, there's nothing... There's nothing absolutely new that they're bringing to the game tactically or anything like it. They're they're very very fit. They're confident, and their skill set is 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 right up there. Now that's going to be the challenge this weekend. The, the championship is going. The championship will be another three or four levels up from what they've experienced in the league. Are they able to come with that now this weekend? Now that's what Darren Leeson will be hoping that he will, and he'll be tuning them towards. So it's going to be interesting to. See uh, can can they can they bring their league form to this championship campaign? And this game, like if we do look at it overall, Park Talton Navin, it's it's a tight pitch. The players on both sides. This game, really, you think is going to be a real physical game, and it's going to really be between both kind of half forward lines to win the primary possession. Because with the way kind of both teams play and the way Navin is. Like it's 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 going to be a real battle. Yeah, I'd imagine it will be it will be it will be a serious battle. To be honest, you know Dublin Dublin are used to playing in in Parnell Park, which is very very tight, and then Antrim are are, are used to playing in I don't know what the pitch in Belfast is called, but they're they're used to playing there as well, which again by all accounts is a pretty tight spot. So you know I. They used to be used to the confines of it. I think I think the fact that it's in Navin probably gives Antrim Antrim a, a greater chance than they would have had if if it was in maybe Crow Park or Nolan Park or wherever. I think I think it'll give them give them it'll level the game for them. And as you said, really like I'm not again I'm not I'm I'm not I'm stating the obvious really, but. The game is going to be won and lost between who wins the midfield battle and which ha- which half forward line can get on top of the other half back line, and that that that's going to be the, that's going to be the key for both teams, you know. And Antrim throughout the campaign, as I said, have have been strong in those areas, and Dublin Dublin also have strong players there. So it's going to be it's going to be a very very interesting battle in there to see who can get on top and 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 who can get enough supply of the ball into the full forward line to win the game because. To me, it'll still be still obviously the, the middle third of the field is important, but you're to win to, re, to win really top class games. You need you need your inside line uh, getting a supply of ball and 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 contributing big time on the scoreboard. So if if you can get on top there in that in that area of the field, you're going to have a huge chance, and you know that's going to be an interesting one. But for like, it's very very difficult to say with Dublin. Like even who's going to be their half forwards? You know, it's probably going. It's probably going to be Sutcliffe, probably Chris Crummy, and 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 looking from the outside, maybe Keen Boland. You know, so again, three three of them are are excellent players. 
midfield for Dublin again. Sure, like they've played ten fellas middle of the field throughout the league. Again, it's hard. It's very, very difficult to say who's going to be in the middle of the field for Dublin. Whereas Antrim, Antrim are more settled in the area. You know, they've they've played Keelan Malloy and and, and McNaughton in the middle of the field most of the league campaign. You know, Neil McManus has been either wing forward or centre forward. Neil McKenna has been on the wing most of it. So they're they're more settled. So again, it's it's going to be interesting. I think Dublin, I'd probably fancy Dublin to get on top that little bit more in, in the area, but you, you, you'd never know. It's 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 going to it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be tight. Yeah, and like even when you think of some of the matchups in this game, you mentioned Jared Walsh, he's probably going to pick up Ronan Hayes. Denze in the half-back line. Paddy Burke could pick up Chris Crummy. A battle then between Donald Burke and Keelan Malloy. Maybe Dara Gray could pick up Neil McManus and Kieran Clark and Ono Donald. Like the, the matchups are really exciting. But like you've mentioned about Dublin, do you think experience here is just going to count for it alone and that it's maybe just too soon per Antrim because like they've got the results in league, as you mentioned, but as every hurling fan knows, championship is a different story. Yeah, but again, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to patronize Antrim by 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 sort of saying it's too soon for them. You know, when when is too soon? When is your time? Sure, you only you, you only have here and now, really. There's no point in Antrim. There's no point in Antrim talking about we're going to do it next year. Or we're going to do it ten years time. You know, it's it's about here and now, and they're going to be judged on on this performance, and they they'll be going out at the weekend. Uh, certainly hoping and certainly thinking they're going to win the game and there's no doubt about that and they have every right to do so they're they 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 they're 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 in there on merit they'll be given they'll be given a chance on merit they're not just be given a chance on you know something that we that has fallen out of the sky their performances in the league have shown that they've they've came up to the level pretty well so they're going to be very much there but I probably, I, I probably do feel that that there's probably a good bit at stake for Dublin in this game. To be honest with you, I think they're, you know, Matty Kenny for him, certainly his future is at stake. Anyway, if they're not, if they're not going to be beating Antrim, I'd say Matty won't be won't be long in Parnell Park anymore. To be honest with you, I'd say that's that that's the first point. And I think secondly, then there's the players in the Dublin team. I think there's enough top class players in in their in their team to get get them through. I've gone through I've gone through them before. I think I think I think they 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 have players with, with a good bit of experience. They have players who have who have performed who have performed before in championship and have have got big results. So I'd probably fancy Dublin to come through, Paul, but not by a whole lot. It'll probably be probably be a four or five point win. I think to be honest, and 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 Matty will. Matt, on to the job for another few weeks. Yeah, and the winner of that game between Dublin and Antrim will face Galway in the Leinster Senior Hurling semi-final. Um, Rory, your own county, Wexford, coming up against Leash in the other um, Leinster Senior Hurling Championship quarter-final. Have you been lucky enough to get your hands on a ticket yet? <laughs> no, tickets. I'm, I'm available, all right, Paul, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll do anything at this stage. Or I'll, I'll go and stand on the terrace behind I'd have to go so far as go up and try and get in over the wall in Nolan Park or something. Maybe, maybe that'll work, but I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to see. But if anyone has a ticket available out there, I, 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 I take it off your hands, no problem. And <laughs> <laughs> um, coming up against Leash Wexford, um, Leash obviously lost all the games in the league. 
can Whitesford be beating it all, or is this just going to be a routine victory here? Yeah, I think I think we certainly can be beaten, Paul. To be honest with you, I think we, I, I think throughout the league campaign, Wexford have been inconsistent. You know, they, they've 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 a lot of our players have probably struggled for for the real top form. Now again, is there is there is there a type of shadow boxing with that? I don't know. Like to be honest with you, with me, I don't think you can turn on form or turn off form. You can't just flick a switch and say you're going to start playing. Like we we've been we've been slightly off form. Throughout, you know, we've had some good performances, some bad performances, some good patches in games, some bad patches in games. So, like, if we're not if we're not about our business this weekend, I think I think we 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 could be in for we could be in for uh, in for a big game because, like, for me, Leash have Leash have improved throughout the throughout the campaign. Like, if 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 you look at if you look at their form throughout it, it has improved. They didn't win. Obviously, didn't win many any games in it, but you know they started off very very poorly against Wexford. But again, for me, I think if you look at it really really analytically, like Cheddar Plunkett was back in the leash job, and really from a management point of view or a coaching point of view, you know he, they only had maybe two or three weeks to work with a team in the field, and all of a sudden they're coming down to play against Wexford, who are who are into their fifth year under Davy Fitzgerald and know exactly what they're about. So like. That that to me was was is a is a false is a false result really in certain ways and like throughout the campaign they've improved and I I think that the one of the biggest uh, things for Leash I think if you look at the Kilkenny game in the league I thought they thought, thought they did excellently in that game I know they got beaten by seven or eight points in the end but you know they were right there in that game they started it poorly but after that then. You know they came into started to find their flow. The Paddy Parcel started to started to get on ball from the middle of the field. You know they start they started to get ball into PJ Scully. He had a goal, a chance of a goal or two there inside. And you know if they'd have got one or two of them, they could have pulled off a result. So I I think Lee should be. You know they're they're slightly in the long grass there for Wexford. And if they're not if we're not careful and on our toes, we could be in for in for a. In for a in for a fright, but at the same time, I said it to you before on the podcast here. Like I would be expecting this to beat Leash. You know, it's not me. It's not me playing, trying to play silly buggers here or anything like it. I I expect Wexford to come out and beat Leash. I, I think if 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 we're about our business and we are we are we are tuned in and we are going where 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 we should be going, we should be we should be dispatching Leash in this game and and and, and winning it. And, and moving on towards a Leinster semi-final in, in the next few weeks. Roy, from playing the game corner forward um, for Wexford for years, Conor mm. McDonald, is he a player you're really just hoping now that can get going? Because we've seen his potential, but maybe he hasn't delivered for a full championship campaign. And if he can reach his potential, it could be scary what he could do for Wexford. Yeah, sure. Connor, Connor has... A massive talent, you know. There's no, there is, there is no doubt about it. He, he, he is, he had, he has that, has that touch of magic that, 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 that a lot of people wouldn't have. So, you know, he's, he, he's been excellent for Wexford throughout, throughout his time, but he's probably struggled for form throughout this league campaign. Even, even last year, you know, he, he, he was, he was, he was out of the game, out, out of the, out of the championship games really, and, and hasn't really hasn't really found form in a while so it's it, it's a big year for him to be honest with you i think i think he 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 will he will need to be 
pretty well this weekend and 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 starting the show, I suppose the Conor McDonald that we saw bursting onto the scene back in, I suppose, 2014, really. And yeah, back in that time. So really for him, you know, he'll 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 be he'll know himself that probably his performances haven't been where he wanted to be, but probably he's fretted as well, maybe within the style we're playing as well, you know. It it, it doesn't hugely uh allow for for uh I suppose players like Connor to 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 show off his full range of talents because our our style is very much a running style and a, and, a, and a short passing style and then shoot from 50, 60, 70 yards out. It's not really based around getting the ball inside to Connor and, and, and seeing what he'll do from there, you know. Like, I'd like to see a variation of that. I think Wexford need to bring a variation into the game to get Connor more into the game, to get more ball into Paul Morris inside as well. And even get more ball to Rory O'Connor where he can do damage, you know, and that that for me is the big thing. But but certainly Connor will 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 be wanting to to give a big performance this weekend, and 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 I suppose start. There, there's a few doubts with people coming into their minds with him, and and that's not something that's not something that that we like as players or forwards. So he he'll 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 want a big performance this weekend, but he'll he'll need to get ball to do that. But at the same time. I think for Connor as well, he needs to he needs to probably show a little bit more for the ball in there as well, and and maybe make himself a little bit more available at times as well. He's probably just waiting too much at times just for the ball to be hitting on top of him. He probably needs to be more available and 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 more on his toes and 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 shown for the ball that little bit more inside for for the full for, for the outside men as well. So it's a little bit of both. The ball is not being hit to him, but at the same time. Connor's movement at times is, is is not huge, and that can be easy enough for mar- to mark for top cl- top class players. Like Connor's one of his big strengths is his aerial ability, but at the same time, at the moment, if you're a full back going out on Connor, that's what you're saying. What what else do we have to what what else do we have to worry about? Is stop him in the air, and then Connor is not going to worry us any other way. Like I'd like to see Connor maybe trying to bring other facets to his game and maybe sometimes forget about scoring, you know, get himself into the game by winning a few balls and passing it off to players and, and getting himself into the game like that. You know, it's not about him scoring. I couldn't care less if he ever scores if Wexford wins. You know, it's about Connor getting on the ball and 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 being being involved and being a part of the game. You know, he hasn't been really a part of the game. He's on the periphery most of the time, most of this year, you know, you've asked the question, Paul, and you've obviously noticed that he's on the periphery most of the year. So he'll be hoping this weekend to start off with, with a bang against Leash and really, really, really start to show the form. And again, at the same time, his league, his league form will be forgotten if Connor can perform this weekend. It's all about championship and, and that's where it is. And that's where he, he'll be building up towards in his own head. And... During the league, we talked maybe about the centre-half back position for Wexford as well. From watching that Dublin game, I thought Joe O'Connor was very impressive at centre-half back. He really snuffled out Chris Crummy in that game at centre-forward. Do you think Wexford will stick with Joe O'Connor centre-half back this weekend or is it just straight back to Matthew Hanlon? Well, sure. I'm not sure what the situation is with Matthew first of all. Is he is he is he is he back for this weekend, Paul? Or is he, did he get a, a one or one or two match suspension? I'm not sure, to be honest. I, I think it's a one match ban, as far as I know. Okay, well, to be honest, I I would I would imagine then if 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 Matthew is back, Matthew will be playing. Now he'll be he'll be on somewhere anyway. To be honest with you, I'd say, yeah, I'd agree with you completely. Joe O'Connor 
in that Dublin game was probably Wexford's most impressive player. And even in the Antrim game, he came on even in the half-forward line in that game and, and kind of kept Wexford in it at, at a very, very important stage. So Joe has had a, had a good campaign. Now, Joe O'Connor is, is an excellent hurler in his own right. And even if Matthew O'Hanlon even if Matthew Hannon is playing, I'd probably expect Joe O'Connor to be playing anyway, to be honest with you. I think he's, he's shown good enough form. He has that he has that athletic ability. He has that bit of bit of flair about him to play in a lot of positions. And defensively, he's he's quite good as well at times. The one place he probably does lack defensively, he's probably not not really, really physical, and he probably he's probably not really, really strong in the air either. And that's where he probably got got caught a little bit against Clare when he was on on Shanahan that day down down in Ennis. But Joe Joe is an excellent player for me and I, I'd have him on the team anyway to be honest with you. And I, I, I think his form has been good enough in the last week, few weeks to to merit a starting place. But if Matthew is around, I would expect Matthew to start as well, to be honest. That'll that that'll depend on on, on where, the, where what sort of a setup Leash have. Generally Matthew plays on on a on a more physical type of a player, a taller player. So Matthew could play wing back, he could play centre back, but I, I'd expect, expect Matthew to be to be starting for Wexford. Yeah, it will definitely be interesting to see what happens there if he um does go to six. But like the league wasn't the greatest start for Wexford, but if you look at that Dublin performance overall, you'd have to be happy enough when heading in to this weekend now. Yeah, you would. I I, I thought we, we 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 played especially the first half against Dublin. We, we 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 probably played some of our best hurling in the year. We 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 were good. We seem to have found our flaw. We seem to be we seem to be fresh looking and we seem to be, be be very very fit looking. But you know, again, the second half of the game is is an area that we we probably have to look at a little bit. We dropped down our intensity a little bit in it, and we probably gave away too many frees. And that that that's an area where you'd have to be have to be slightly worried. But at the same time, you know, I think where we are. To be honest, I, I don't know whether I said this to you a few weeks ago or whoever I was talking to, but we're, we're hopeful in Wexford that some of our really, really big players can find their form, you know, and, 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 and that's where it's going to be, you know. Like Lee Chin has been excellent throughout the league. Rory O'Connor has been excellent throughout the league. But after that, a lot of our other players have been inconsistent and some of them haven't played enough to really judge where they're at, you know. Likes of Sean Murphy and Paul Morris have only played a game and a half, really. You know, Dio Keefe has been has been good, but he hasn't been maybe at the at the heights that he's got to before. You know, Liam Ryan again is the same. You know, a lot of our players, Connor McDonald, we've spoken about him as well. We're 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 at a place where we're hoping that these guys are going to find form this weekend. Now, if they do find form, you know, we 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 will have enough to win the game. But again. I think I said it to you before, but I don't like to be relying on hope. I'd I I I'd like to be more relying on on facts and and and, and form. You know, I, I'd rather have form rather than be hoping to find form in a, in a week or two. But you know, I'd expect us to be in good form this weekend. I think it's all about championship for Davy. Really, you know, the league, the league this year is is just really a write off. I don't think they, they obviously took the game seriously, but I don't think they were. They they always have one eye on 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 the championship and knowing that we need to have a big big push, and I'd expect us to this weekend to to come out to come out all guns blazing to be honest with you and take the game to leash, and if we do 
you know, we, we have we have enough players and enough firepower to put them under huge pressure because, you know, we've we've played at a level over the last three or four years that 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 has been has been excellent, and those guys are well capable of it. But again, it's going to be interesting to see throughout the league. You know, are we? Have we still got it in the tank to play this high intensity, high octane running game that Davy wants us to play? You know, we don't seem to have changed our style a whole lot. You know, our style seems to be the same now. Davy does come out sometimes with pulls a few rabbits out of the hat at times and, and does something different. It's going to be interesting throughout the, the, the championship. Are we going to do anything different or are we going to rely mostly on the way we've been playing before? Our sweeper system, our running from the back, our our running off the shoulder, our shooting from from 60, 70 yards out, and 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 going from there. So it's going to be interesting to see. But but for for Wexford and for Davy, this is a big campaign, and he will have targeted. He will he and and the players will have targeted getting a, a big big championship this year. And like you talked about the high intensity game there. Do you think that helps massively with some sort of crowd being back now for Wexford? Sure, again, it helps. It helps, Paul. But again, some of that stuff, like I think it's it's over-egged as well. You know, I, th- I think, I don't think last year, the way Wexford are playing, the crowd would have made any difference either way. You know, that, that, that kind of way, I think their form, their form and their energy just wasn't there for some reason. And whatever it is, that's gone now and we, we move on. But, like yeah, it'll certainly help in 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 some ways, but again, I think you you can overegg that as well. A lot of these players, you know, they're so used to playing and they're so used to training at a high intensity and all that, and they'll be so focused on the game that some of the time you don't even notice the crowd really. You know, you 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 know they're there, but you're you're not going to be you're not going to be spending your time listening out for them because if you are the ball will be gone pretty quickly and 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 you'll be out sitting in the crowd pretty quickly as well so these guys will be concentrating on the ball rather than worrying about the crowd but you know with Wexford I suppose they can create energy from the crowd if they if they can get into the game and they can they can be playing well but on the other hand sometimes the Wexford crowd can be quite negative in 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 other senses you know some people think, you know, we do have great supporters, but at times if we're, if we're not going as well as we are, that can drain the energy out of, out of you pretty quickly as well. So our lads are going to have to bring the energy to the crowd rather than the crowd bringing the energy to them. You know, that's that's the kind of way it is a lot of the time. The players on the field have to be doing the job, playing playing the way that they, they want to play, playing with that spirit, playing with that intensity and playing with, playing, playing with that 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 drive that, that that they've had with Davy, and if they bring that, the crowd will get behind them, and it'll certainly help them. And Leash as well, as we mentioned, lost all five of their games. How did they take any confidence for the league, or did they just put the league on a back burner and forget about it completely? Yeah, well, you see, again, as I said to you, Paul, I think they can take a little bit of confidence from it because I think they improved throughout the campaign. They gradually improved, you know. They, they, they haven't had a huge amount of uh, amount of time to work with with Cheddar and I think Francis Ford there is involved with them as trainer as well and again he'd be very very highly regarded as a trainer and you know I, I think I think that they will they, they, within within their own setup leash are not going to be sitting down sort of moping around feeling sorry for themselves thinking Jesus 
you know, all, all is lost here. You know, they're 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 going to they're, they're going to give themselves every 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 chance this weekend. They're going they're going to be preparing very very hard, and you know they have they have top class players throughout their team. Now, for me, for me with Leash, and I, I I've thought it for the last few years. I think with Leash they'll score. They'll, they'll, they'll score quite a bit. You'll probably see them this weekend getting up around the 23, 24 point mark. They generally get up around that mark. But their problem seems to be defensively. They concede that little bit too much every single day. And that, 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 that can be, that, that's obviously a problem if you're conceding too much. So it's going to be interesting to see have they, can they batten down the hatches that little bit more? Can they, against Wexford, can they shut down? Rory O'Connor getting into his flow. Can they can they stop Lee Chin? Can they stop Connor McDonald? You know, if they can get on, can they can they can they put pressure on Dio O'Keefe in the middle of the field and stop him getting onto these balls? You know, 30, 40, 50 yards out from goal and getting points. If they can if they can get in the game in that sense and and and, and shut down Wexford, Leash have scoring ability throughout their team. Like if you if you go through their players, you know, Paddy Purcell as good a midfielder in the country and, and, and a really, really driving force and capable of getting scores there. You know, they, they, they've had they've had Aaron Dunphy, Willie Dunphy, good players, good scorers, PJ Scully, Ross King, you know, all of these guys, Chad Wire, all of these fellas for Leash are capable of getting scores and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're capable of, of winning a game for them. But for me, it's about uh, can they keep it tight enough at the back? You know, it's, in, it's going to be interesting to see how what sort of a setup they have. Under Eddie Brennan, at times they t- they tended to play a sweeper and 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 keep it tight there, and 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 even at times they tended to bring an an extra player out in the middle of the field as well and leave one inside. And that that from from a, I suppose a, a real traditionalist point of view wouldn't be what what they'd want but to get results that that Eddie Brennan obviously felt that, that that's what they needed to do and they would have played a system like that probably against Dublin a few years ago and against uh against Tipperary and Crow Park in the Ireland quarter final so it's going to be interesting to see what sort of a style they play they didn't tend to play a, a sweeper system uh in the league but again are they going to pull a rabbit out of the hat and it's at the same time with Wexford they're going to have a sweeper now anyway. So that's going to allow their defenders now to go really, really tight on the Wexford forwards and 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 and, and it's going to allow uh, them to have an extra man. And then it's about, can they find that extra man with the ball? Can they get the overlap? Can they get good ball inside into into, into the likes of Ross King and, and this PJ Scully inside? And, and can they go from there? So it's going to be an interesting tactical battle because Leash don't play, they don't really play a, a sweeper and they haven't played a sweeper. But because you're playing against Wexford now, all of a sudden you have a loose man. So what are they going to do with it? Are they going to play the loose man back in the back line? Are they going to push him into the midfield? What are they going to do? It's going to be really, really interesting tactically. And, and, and that's going to be the key. Can can they set up well defensively? If they do, they'll have a chance because they, they do have scoring potential within their team. Yeah, no, it's a, that's a great point. What Leash are going to do with uh, the extra man. Uh, fascinating stuff. Overall, when you look at the game, you'd have to say Leash's main aim is going to be hanging this game for as long as we can. Maybe in the last 10 minutes, hope to steal it. Wexford aim is going to be to try and put Leash away early because they're coming into the game having not won a game this year. 
Yeah, no doubt. Wakefield, Wakefield will be going for them early on. You know that that that's that's what they'll try and bring it. They'll try and bring a high octane style to it. Like Wakefield, Wakefield have quite an athletic team. They, they, there's runners coming from everywhere with Wexford and that's that's the style they play. You know, there's you know if you if you're PJ Scully for example, this weekend as a corner forward, you're going to have to be prepared to run because Wexford, Wexford have a style that where again I don't agree with it all the time, but we have a style where our cornerbacks when we get the ball, it's take off and be be an option for for the pass and and keep going. So. The likes of the likes of your corner forwards for Leash are going to have to be prepared to run because if they're not, that's going to open up gaps for Wexford. And when Wexford get into a good running style and get into the flow, we are excellent at it. We are good at it, and 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 that's going to be very very important. Like for for us, for us, the key men are 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 are, are Rory O'Connor, Lee Chin, Dermot O'Keefe. These guys are key for Wexford. So if if, if Leash can. If Leash can 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 get into these guys and, and and bring it to them, they're they're going to have a chance. Now that's easier said than done. You know, Rory O'Connor, to be fair to him, has had a has had an excellent league campaign. He's been he's been top quality throughout, and we we we'd be very very we'd be we'd be hopeful, I suppose, that Rory can bring that form into the championship and 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 and, and show his his real true potential because he, he he's he's one of the top forwards in the game when he's in full flow and he's very, very difficult to stop. Again for Wexford it's going to be interesting to see where, where we put him. Is he going to be playing positioned in the half forward line? Is he going to be positioned inside? That's going to be interesting. Personally I, I I'd rather rather have him outside in the in in the play. He's probably better at probably better at running on to the ball rather than running running out to it and having to turn with it and, and, and get scores from there. And that's where he can really show his athleticism and running power. And you know, if 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 we can if we can get him on enough ball and 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 get get lads running off his shoulder at pace, you know, it's going to be a key tactic for Wexford. That's going to be where they're going to they're going to challenge Leash early on, running at them. You'll, you'll often hear Davy Davy when a Wexford man gets the ball, run with it, run with it, run with it. You hear him, you know, because the crowd are not there. You hear him saying that, and that's something that Leash are going to have to be have to be ready for, and I'm sure they will be ready for it. But being ready for it and being able to deal with it is a, is a different thing, you know. And that's going to be the key, you know. There's going to be no place for Leash lads to be kind of settling into a game at the weekend and 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 to be nervous. They're going to have to be up for it straight away. They're going to have to be. You know, finding their find their finding their legs and their wins straight away because if they don't, Rory O'Connor and Lee Chin and these guys will be running down your neck with the ball and there could be a goal or two in the net in, in, in a few minutes. So, you know, I don't think that'll happen. I think Lee will be well prepared. I think they'll be well tuned in and like I expect it to be close enough. I do expect Wexford to win. But I think Lee shall Lee shall put it up to us for a long time, and as you said, Paul, they'll be hoping to get to the last ten minutes with a chance. And sure, if they can get there, anything at all can happen. He's doing a bit of a Kerry football on it now, uh, Rory. Just expecting playing your chances down. No, not a hope. No, no. I, I I've said it from I said it from a long ways off, Paul. Like I'm not. I don't want to be disrespectful to Leash, but. Like I, 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 I expect us to win the game, you know, and, and from from a Wexford point of view, I'll be disappointed if we if we don't win it and we don't win it pretty easily. But I do know the caliber of players that are in leash and I know the caliber of men that are over leash as well. 
and those guys are not going to lie down and 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 and, and allow Wexford to to walk all over them. To be honest with you, but at the same time, being a Wexford man and 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 being true to me me colours and being true to being true to what I expect of us, like I would expect us to win the game. I personally, I would expect us to win win the game maybe by ten points, but realistically, I probably expect us expected to be a little bit tighter. It'll be interesting to see. The other game we have this weekend um, is in the Munster Championship between Waterford and Clare. The winner of this game will play Tipperary in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship semi-final. Um, two teams really with a similar style. Um, two teams really that are do opt for the running style at any chance they get to open up defences and that's what really makes it an exciting game to look forward to between Waterford and Clare. Yeah, sure. This has this has all the ingredients really to be a be a really really top class game. To be honest, you know, like Waterford are like one of the most exciting teams in the country. Really, if you, if you, if you sit down and look at a Waterford Waterford game nowadays, sure, anything could happen. You know, the, the Waterford Galway game sure was it was everywhere. There was great goals. There was there was lads running everywhere. There was great scores. There was points. There was everything. The same thing. Same thing against Tipperary last week. They were they were running at them all the time. They were they were going for goals. They they just play this kind of attacking style and off the cuff style that is very very attractive to be honest with you. And then Claire, you know, I've said it before and I've said it early on even in the league campaign. I think Claire are coming along nicely. I think they're building building a nice team, and I think Brian, Brian Lohan and his management team will be. Will be quietly confident. Waterford will be will be will be will be favourites this weekend, probably and rightly so. But Clare, Clare on the other hand, won't won't mind playing against Waterford. They won't fear them, and I think they're in with every chance this weekend. Waterford in their final game in the league. Um, Shane Fives, Connor Pronty, and Austin Gleeson all going off injured, um, and this is going to be probably the biggest question mark for Waterford heading into the game um, this weekend, but. You think if Prunty or Austin Gleeson were to be out for this game, especially with Tigerberg already gone for the year, Port Mahoney already gone for the year, Stephen O'Keefe not involved, if one of them is gone, it could be the game changer in this game this weekend. Yeah, big time, and that's the that's the worry for Waterford. You know, there doesn't seem to be much news on any, any of that, and we won't get any news on any of that. I'm I'm sure, but you know, Prunty. Prunty is a very, very important player for them. Like, who's going to slot in at fullback? They probably don't have a, a ready-made replacement there. You know, it's funny to say, but Aussie, in a lot of ways, might not be as big a loss if they if they, if they didn't have him. You know, because they have they have attacking players that that could come in in his position. Now, that's a strange one to say, really, because like he's 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 their talisman, really. But you know, if you, if you're to weigh it up. Like I think Prunty being lost would be would be a bigger loss in a lot of ways because I don't know who the ready-made replacement would be for Waterford, you know. So it's going to be interesting. I, I'd say both of them, you know, both of them are, are strong characters and they'll be doing everything obviously in their in, in their power to be out this weekend. But you know, knowing Liam Cal, even if those guys are are out and and there's some of them missing, like he's he seems to just get on with it. Like there's no there's no there's no drama about any of these things. There's no worry about it, you know. Like, they've lost Tyg the Burka. He's gone out of their team this year. Parig Mahoney is a fella that's been out for the last two years. And she's like, 
nobody even mentions him. You know, he's he's not even he's injured the last two years, and you know he's he's he. I think he was he was named a captain back at the start, and 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 Liam Cal is not crying about that or anything like it. So he, he seems to be a positive character. So again, it'll obviously be a loss to them, but I think Cal will still will still bring a Waterford team to this game who who are full of fire, full of full of uh, life, and full of full of full of attacking attacking flair and 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 it's something that Clare are going to have to will be ready for and they're going to have to be have to be have to be prepared to again like the like I said about Leash against Wexford they're going to have to be prepared to cover ground because these Waterford guys uh you think they're on a Honda 50 some of them because they're they're moving around the field so fast and and so much that geez I don't know how you'd say up with them is conceding 13 goals across five league games a huge area of concern for Waterford this weekend. Yeah, sure, does have to be, you know. And, and uh, again, if you're if you're sitting down in 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 Waterford the last few weeks, or that's that's probably your that's probably your biggest biggest, I suppose, uh, management uh, thing that you have to do. You you know, attacking wise, yeah, they're scoring plenty, but on the other hand, they're are they getting the balance right? It doesn't look like it at the moment. Probably there's 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 as you said, thirteen goals being conceded, and there's 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 just an openness to it that that you'd be slightly worried about. And I'm sure I'm sure Liam Cal and Mikey Beavins and these guys will be will be trying to worry about work on that because you know if 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 obviously you want to attack and that's 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 what it's about. The game is about scoring, but you know if 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 you're too open at the back and you get into these shootouts, you know it's it it can be. It can get into an area in a game where it's where it's hard to control and it's hard to it's hard to see who's going to win and and if Waterford get into into a into a situation like that this weekend against Clare, it could be dangerous. But at the same time, I think both of these teams play that play a kind of an off the cuff style in a lot of ways. They're not both of them are not what I would say over coached. They're not they're not having to think about. Where am I supposed to go, or what am I supposed to do here? They're very much go and get the ball, go and attack the ball, and when you have it, then make the very best use of it. And if you, if you want to, if you want to score three points, well, I'm going to score four. That's that's the kind of attitude that that Watford bring to the game, and you know it's it's refreshing in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I think in the back of their minds, as you said, they they like to they like to take down a few of the goals that they're conceding. If they can do that. They're going to be they're going to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, and still like when you look at their um league campaign, obviously being beaten um by Galway and Cork heavily would be disappointing for them, but they still did beat Limerick and Tipperary in their last game and racked up a score of two twenty-nine. And Shane Bennett's back this year, but Desi Hutchinson's form at the end of this league, and if he gets going again, like even when these sides met in all Ireland quarter final last year. Desi Hutchinson had a goal within a few minutes, and he has that bit of X factor and that danger for Waterford up front. Yeah, I think I think Desi has 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 looking at it just seems to have have came to another level again this year. To be honest, I I, I think I think he's he's really on fire, and I, I think I think to be fair to Desi, last year he had an excellent campaign, but he probably he probably wasn't that at where 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 he would he would feel he can get to and. I'd say last year improved him an awful lot. He he probably realised that yeah I'm 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 really up there, I'm 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 capable of playing at this level. And this year, 
it's like he's sticking his chest out and saying, yeah, I'm the man, give me the ball, I'm going to stick it in the net and, 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 and let, the, let the backs worry about me rather than me worrying about the level of players I'm playing against. So, you know, he's, he's certainly brought it on to a new level for himself and, and some of the goals he's got, especially the goal he get, got against Galway, it's a good while since I've seen a forward doing that. It, it reminded me an awful lot of, of, of a good while ago, DJ Carey, who was, the, who was an absolute genius. You know, he, he just grabbed it and just went for goal and stuck this ball in the top corner. And like I thought it was magical. And if you were able, if you were able to do that, you know, you, you have something about you. And there's that X factor. So again, he's the nearest thing for Waterford in a long time to, 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 to one of the greats in John Milan. And they'll be hoping this weekend and, and throughout the campaign that Desi can keep that form up. I, I think he, he will keep it up. But it's just about can Waterford get the supply into him? Can they get enough ball into him? And can can they provide him with 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 enough ammunition to to show the prowess that he has? Because to me, he's really up there at the moment with one of the top corner forwards that, that's around there. For Clare as well, when they look into this game, a nightmare of start in the league, but the way they finished the league has suited them perfectly. Um, mm. Two great games against Dublin and Kilkenny. Um, Tony Kelly flying it again, building on last year. But even young Aid McCarthy there was his first year last year, and he's stepping up. Clare really seemed to develop a panel from the league going into this. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think Clare. If you look at Clare, they look quite settled, which is which is which is important. Like if you if you go through their team, you know you've you've in your full back line, you've Ryan Taylor. And you've you've Connor Cleary there at fullback, who seems to be settled in that position. John Conlon is 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 has has done excellently throughout the campaign, really at centre back, and he's settled there. Dermot McMahon at wing back, again, he's had a really really good campaign at wing back, and probably David Mac David or David uh, not Dermot McMahon, Dermot's Dermot Ryan. Dermot Ryan, apology. Dermot McMahon played in in my day a long time ago, but. <laughs> Dermot Ryan, apologies, played his wing back, and and David McNerney came back in for the for for as the last part of the campaign, and that that seems to be a strong half back line. If they can get McInerney back in there into that back line, like there's five or six good strong backs and experienced backs that, that are as good as anyone around there, and then like middle of the field, Tony Kelly, sure he's he's what he is, and and now you've taught Colum Galvin coming back into the into the scenario and. So he's a magician, like he's 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 the man who pulls the strings for Clare throughout throughout the last seven or eight years, and like he he's going to be a, a great foil for Tony Kelly there. So to have him back is is fantastic. And then as you said, up in the forwards, Aidan McCarty, like he's had he's had a really really good campaign for them in the forwards. Young Rogers as well in the full forward line as well. He seems to be a good find for them. And then to have David Reedy coming into good form, they have uh, uh, Jake. Uh, wing forward, Paul. What's my man's name? Jake Malone, wing forward. You know, another or Carl Malone. Getting all the names wrong today. Carl Malone. <laughs> in again, a fella who to me last year had a great year, and he's he's as good a wing forward as you have. And then inside you, you've O'Donnell, you've Young Rogers, and you've Aaron Shanahan. So, like that, that's a very very strong team. If you go through those players. There's not one of the, not many of them fellas that that are that are lacking a whole lot. So Claire, Claire, Claire have found a few fellas throughout the league. 
they they have got John Conlon back into a, into a. I don't agree with it, but it has worked for them up to this point. You know, John Conlon is centre back, and and Brian Lone has stuck with him, and he's not chopping and changing. He said, "You're centre back, you're staying there, and we're going to we're going to go with it." And and he 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 has been proven right up to this point. You know, the, for me, the, the key for Claire personally, I think the key for Claire is Shanahan inside. If they can get Shanahan flying, and they can get Shanahan going, and 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 scoring, Claire are going to take stopping because if a lot of the other ingredients are there, but the real, the real inside impact that's going to be the key for Claire. If they can get that inside, inside line firing, and Shanahan is the key to that. If he can get get going in the full forward line and and give the performance like he did last year in the quarter final, Claire are going to be very, very hard to beat. I, I, I think this game is very difficult to call. To be honest, I think, I think, looking at it, they're even teams. Both of them will fancy their chances. And both of them will, will 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 say to themselves, "We're on the opposite side to Limerick, so we're 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 in with a chance here of, of getting to a Munster final." You know, obviously Tipperary will be a challenge as well, but within Munster, there's not many of the teams will want to play Limerick. And Clare and Waterford will will look at it and say, "There's a right opportunity here for us to 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 win this game and to 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 then push on to 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 tackle Tipperary in a week's time." You know. Yeah, and with Clare as well, there's injury doubts as well. Aaron Fitzgerald went off injured and so did David McInerney against Kilkenny. So Clare be sweating on the fitness. Rory, you said from the start of the year you have been a big fan of Clare. Do you think there's maybe this year is suiting them perfect, this game against Waterford suits them, and that they're real outsiders for the All-Ireland this year? Yeah, I, I think... I- I, I probably don't see Clare winning the All Ireland to be honest, but I, I I think they're very much. I know in soccer they're talking about the top four, but I think Clare are very much in the race for the top four here. Now you know I think they're I think they're they're very much contenders. Like the, even if even if they don't win this weekend, Clare are going to be in this championship. Like I think they're 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 going to take beating even in the back door if they got if they if they go that way. Now they have every chance that they could go in through the front door. But like Clare have like go, like they have All Ireland winners in their team. Most of these lads probably have won All Ireland under twenty ones. Some of them have won, have won senior All Irelands. A lot of them have won All Stars. You know, there's 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 experience in that team, and then you're adding in these few new players: the Aidan McCarthy's, the Dermot Ryan's, the Ryan Taylors, young Rogers inside. You know, it's a big weekend for him and a big ask for him, really. But he has been impressive throughout the campaign. So Brian Lohan seems to have seems to have Claire the Claire players buying into the way he wants them to play, buying into his style of management. And you know, I know they have Sean Tracy there training them from from Galway as well, and like he's a top class trainer. Was involved with Port Tumna before himself, and you know a, a, a top class man. So Claire, Claire are Claire to me are as good as are as good as most of the teams in the country. I think they're they're probably a little bit below the Limericks and the Galways, but after that, I think all bets could be off with them, and 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 they'd have a chance, a right chance against anybody. To be honest with you. They will look back at last year with the quarterfinal uh, of the All-Ireland when they met last. Tony Kelly went off injured. Caelum Lyons was on him that day. Do you expect Caelum Lyons to go on him again? Uh, probably not, to be honest with you. I think, I think, I think, 
again, that that could be that could be completely wrong. But like, if you're going to play Caelum Lyons, then you're moving Caelum Lyons to the middle of the field, and I think his strongest position is wing back. I think in one of the earlier games in the league campaign, can't remember exactly who was against, but in one of the earlier games for Waterford against Cork, I think I think he started midfield that day, and. I, even though you think it would suit him, it didn't seem to suit him as well. I think he's more of a natural wing back rather than rather than going to the middle of the field. And yeah, Tony Kelly is Tony Kelly is obviously the, the talisman for Clare, and you have to shut him down. But I'm not sure whether I'd be moving Calum Lyons from wing back and, and taking away his his athleticism and, and his focus from his own game to, 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 to focus too much on Tony. I think, I think that Clay, Waterford will probably approach the game in a sense of, yeah, we, we obviously need to, we need to challenge Tony and we need to put him under pressure, but they look to, 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 to enforce their own game first and foremost, and then get, try and get on top in the other positions in, 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 in the forward, in their backs. And, probably then try and force it into a situation where Tony Kelly is having to win the game on his own. And that's not going to be simple then, you know, that Tony won't win it on his own. And no matter how much he tries and how good he is, he, ha- he has tried and he, and he's very, very capable of it. But uh, I think it, it'll be difficult to do it. But to me, I think if Liam Cal is looking at him, probably be smart enough to realize that, yeah, Tony is, Tony is, is there, but Tony seems to have operated throughout this league campaign in the middle of the field. Whereas last year, last year he was in the forwards predominantly throughout the campaign. He played nearly inside man in the first game, and then he went into that kind of a, a hybrid role between the between the half forward line and the full forward line throughout the rest of the campaign. Whereas this year he seems to be more settled into a midfield position. Now, if he goes into the forwards, that's another that's probably another point. If he does move to the forwards, probably Callum Lyons will pick him up, but I don't expect him to pick him up if he goes to the middle of the field. But again, how do I know? I could be completely wrong. And like, if you're to call this game, do you think it's nearly whichever set of backs can come out on top here and give the, whichever team the platform to go on and win this game? Because both sets of forwards are dangerous. Both sets of backs have been leaky at stages. So whichever defence can really tighten up could have a huge say in this game. Yeah, sure. It's going to it's going to be interesting. I I I, I think yeah, you, you have a point. Obviously, yeah, I think the, the the defenses are 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 going to be key for both of them, and both of them will 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 be trying to shut down each other there big time. You know, you know, pro- probably Ryan Taylor will pick up Desi Hutchinson. Or Rory Hayes. Is it? Sorry, not Ryan Taylor. Apologies, Rory Hayes. I'm saying the wrong fella again. Rory Hayes. Yeah. You're you're 100 Ryan Taylor is a forward, but Rory Hayes, yeah, will will probably pick up Desi Hutchinson if he can if he can kind of break even there, it'll give them a chance. But again, you know who's going to pick up Stephen Bennett? Who's going to pick up Stephen Bennett if Ozzy is playing? Who's going to pick him, pick him up? Will John Conlon play on Ozzy? Will 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 uh, Dermot Ryan play on Ozzy? Will Connor Cleary go out on him? It's it, it's an interesting one, really. But you know, for me, I honestly think. I think Aaron Shanahan is the winning and the losing of the game. To be honest with you, I think I think if he can if he can catch fire for Clare this weekend, I'd I'd kind of give Clare a kind of a sneaking one. I'm going I'm going to go against maybe the the farm and the bookies and 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 kind of going to push for Clare in this one. If if Shanahan can hit farm, I think I think he's capable of 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 causing trouble. 
and I think he's capable of bringing other players into the game and and uh, the type the likes of Shane O'Donnell and Young Rogers and possibly Ryan Taylor who I'm mentioning about as well. Those guys could 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 benefit from a Shanahan on top form and if Shanahan hits form this weekend. I'm going to go for Clare to win this game, Paul, by a few points. It will definitely be interesting to see. We'll have to hold you to that one now, Rory. Wait and see. Going against all the analysts and the bookies. Um, but yeah, Clare and Limerick has the potential to be a, a real cracker. Just the games then in the Joe McDonald Cup. Um, Kerry played down, Clare played Carlo. Um, but that's all on our hurling preview show with opening round of the championship. Um, some great games to look forward to but Rory Jacob thanks a million for your time